What up, everybody? What's going on? It's been a minute. <laughs> We're back. You are listening to The Huddle. It's The Huddle. And we are back in the building. Yes, what sir. is up? Bro, it's season tres. Season tres. Yeah. Three seasons. I'm fluent in Spanish, if you didn't know now. Listen, over the <laughs> over the hiatus, my boy has got that Rosetta Stone. Mm-hmm, back and better, baby. Hey, hey. and now, uh, yeah, we're here recording. I had to go get the stuff out of storage. It's a little dusty, but we're blowing it off, and we are ready to kick off season three. And this season is going to be exciting. So last season, season two, we had a lot of guests come on. We had like... That like... I feel like four or five, four or five people. Yeah. 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 We had a lot of guests come on. Thank you to everybody who did come on the show. But this season is going to be a little different because it's just us. Back to the basics. And not even just us, but us in a different way. Tell them what's, what's, what's popping off this season. Bro. Okay. So check it. As we all know, we've had quarantine. We've had all this stuff. Everybody's been on lockdown. But even on a deeper level, we've been in, in seasons of of almost obscurity and seclusion um not so much isolation but like in a place where we've been by ourselves you know what i mean and so um we kind of want to take a new angle to this season give you something fresh to kind of reflect the season that we're in season of obscurity if you will that's right so a lot of the podcast episodes we're going to do some stuff together but a lot of them this season is going to be featuring just me or just austin so Make sure you tune in because it's going to be pretty dope. I'm very curious of how I'm going to act by myself on the podcast. I don't know Uh-oh. if I can be trusted alone. <laughs> can I babysit KOC? Like, is that uh, a thing? Can I watch y'all? Do y'all trust me? <laughs> yeah, they'll be all right. They, they grown up. Yeah, I mean, Austin has proven that he is a professional with or without me on this show, but I don't know if I am capable of babysitting, but we're going to find out. I promise not to drop you. At least real hard. <laughs> yeah, not like uh, Mephibosheth, if y'all know him. No, nah, no, nah, we ain't going to do it like that. We're not going to do you like that. Somebody's like, Mephibosheth who? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll explain in the podcast. Yeah, it, it'll come. It'll come. Maybe season four. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so we back. And you know, the first segment is Hear Me Out. And um, I'm going to be real with you. Me and Austin sat here and talked for like 15 hours before we even started recording because that's what we do. Mm. So I don't really know if I have anything off the top of my head. What about you? Um, I mean, I'm going to hit on something we already talked about, and I'm going to just say, hear me out on this. Ladies, don't take this the wrong way, but all men are not the same. No. And there's a difference between boys and men. You see, men go from boys to men. Shout out boys to men. Um, but all men are not the same. That's true. Stop generalizing us. Yeah. That's not. That's not. Stop it. Please chill. chill. And, and you were listening to this, and you're about to share something on Facebook that says something about all men. So I'm gonna just go ahead and stop you in your tracks and tell you to delete it. This is your sign. This isn't the zodiac sign, but this is the sign from KOC telling you to click delete. Click delete. It's not true. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I agree with that. Um, another thing. Oh, so by the time y'all are listening to this, the election is over. Who won, y'all? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let us know who won, bro. That's crazy. Y'all, oh, hopefully y'all ain't uh, tripping right now. Tell me, tell me who won. Yo, we are recording this a week in advance. I'm so sick and tired of them texting my phone. But who won? Can y'all tell me? Just yell it out real quick. Oh, dang. Shoot, that's For crazy. Real? I didn't expect that. Wow. Man. Well, hey, I still don't care. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> 
Hey, I'm with you on that. I can second that, man. Yo, but uh, before we get started, we were thinking of adding a new segment to this thing, and we just wanted to add something, you know, what we want to call it, Austin? Let's call it my favorite saying. That's crazy. Mm. That's crazy. Crazy. So we're going to give y'all some crazy news stories. They could be positive or they could be negative. And I want to start with something positive, of course. It says, woman does 34 pull-ups in one minute for world record. Yo, There's a video of it. 45-year-old West Virginia fitness instructor who started doing 100 pull-ups a day tur- during COVID-19 lockdown broke a genius world record by completing 31 or 34 in one minute. Dang. 34 pull-ups in one minute. That that's pretty good. How old is how old is she? Forty five. Forty five. Okay, that's really good. Thirty. There's a video of it. Of sh- she's literally. Okay, I'm gonna. We we not paying him. To <laughs> but <laughs> there there's somebody she did. Uh, it says that uh, she did a hundred pull ups a day for several days and started wondering whether she could break the geni- uh, the genius world record. Mm. And she's quoted saying, I started checking out what kind of records were out there because I felt like we were on the cusp of breaking some kind of record. So many days of consecutive pull-ups, 100 or more a day. And then I found out that this one of a kind piqued my interest, she said. So mm. she basically looked at the record and decided, I want to do 100 pull-ups in a minute. In a minute? No, she started doing 100 in a day, but now she does 34 pull-ups in a minute. Mm. First of all, a hundred pull-ups a day. Can you That's do that? That's a lot. I don't do that. I probably could if I tried, but I like I'm tired after what? Probably like fifty. Like, and that's split up. You know what I mean? Over over a course of some time. But I'm not pulling. I, I'll tell you, what, I'll pull up to Chick Fil A. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll pull up to uh, Starbucks. Yeah, I am that, not pulling up my body thirty-four <laughs> times in a minute. That's insane. Yeah, you really. I wonder if they were real pull-ups too. There's a video of it. You oh, know, she was legit. Hitting. You know, it's 2020. Yeah, she was like hitting. Okay, it. Like, all right. Yeah, she, you know, she's killing. If it. you start doing some, uh, yeah, yeah, some weak pull-ups. You know me. I'll do one and loop it. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Hey, that's how you do it. <laughs> like I'm just gonna loop it. They're gonna be like, how come the same car keep driving by and bagging up? <laughs> it's just a loop video that's of me fine. doing pull-ups. Um, here's another thing. <clears throat> Bungling burglar who left a name and address at the crime scene jailed. So he committed a crime. And he left. It says Malcolm, 43, broke into the garage of an East Harrington, Sutherland, and stole an E-150 of cleaning equipment on the 6th of March. He was making his getaway. He accidentally left behind a bag which contained letters bearing both his name and address. This information helped lead police officers to his home where the stolen equipment had been left out in the open. Mm. Squeaky, squeaky, clown. Come on, bro. Bro. Tighten up, man. He left all his information. You left. He said, I did what I did. (laughs) (laughs) He said, period, (laughs) poo. All right, y'all. Y'all forgive me, bro. Don't turn it off, bro. (laughs) Don't turn this off, man. We finna get serious, dog. Bro. They're like, I thought this is the huddle. Yeah, they're like, nah. They said, who who are these people, bro? Dang, our subscriber just went down to 10. (laughs) We had 14. (laughs) We were on the cusp of greatness. Dang, man, I ruined it. Well, it's all good. Left his, this is why you can't steal. Left his identity and address. He said, I did what I did. Mm. If you want it, come get it. You want it, I got it. Dripping like water. 
Oh my gosh, man. Yo, this is crazy. Clearly, we're excited to be back. That's all I have, but that's crazy. Um, but yeah, so moral of the story is if you're doing pull-ups in a minute, I just want to know, like, she's got to be ripped. She has to be. Yeah, she's got to be some type of athlete. Like, yeah. Can you imagine being in the gym and you see somebody <clears> just, like, knocking them out? Like, you're thinking, surely she's going to slow down. Surely yeah. she's going to stop in 34 in a minute. That means you're moving. Yeah, you, you ain't playing games. She's definitely built her built up her endurance. Um, I'm about to try it. Well, I'll, I'll record. <laughs> I won't be uh I won't be doing it, but I'll try it. Watch. Just watch. Oh man. Let's let's see. I don't know if I have anything that I can say that's crazy like that's, you know, current or anything. Um but man, let me say, you know me, I can be a little out there. I'll tell you about this one, this one time that I really did say that's crazy. <clears throat> and um, I was out one day, and I saw this girl that I used to, you know, used to talk to back in the day. And um, I never expected to ever see this this girl again. So when I saw her, I did say, "That's crazy," you know, and. <clears throat> Surprisingly to me, um, you know, I thought this person, you know, hated my guts or, or whatever, but um, she was actually really nice. And uh, and then I woke up from my dream. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I had to ask myself, did I really let go? Like, why am I dreaming about this, bro? Like, what in the world? See, y'all thought that was a real story. No, 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 no. <laughs> I played you like she played. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. That's a, no, no. All right, we finna get serious, y'all. We finna get serious, dog. Don't, don't, don't. But no, for real, I had to ask myself this, y'all. Did I really let go, man? Man, listen, first of all, <clears throat> your boy got stories for days, okay? I ain't never heard nothing like that. <laughs> I was all, I was drawn in like, yeah, dang, bro, yeah, I ain't yeah. hear about this. Right, yeah, I knew, you. I was like, he's not like, what is he talking about? I was about? like, what is he talking, where is he going with this? I've never heard this story before. I normally know all the stories. I, I didn't know that one, but that's a good question. Did I really let go? You know, it's so funny. Um, <clears throat> you can claim to let go of something. Mm. And it's easy to claim to let go of something that you do not still see. Mm. But when you see that thing, you realize I'm still holding on to this, whether it be hurt, feelings, mm. um, un, un, even even like as far as projects go, unfinished business. Absolutely. Unfinished yeah. business. You can you can think that you let go. So I know I have that with KOC. There's stuff that mm. I'm like, ah, let it go. No, I didn't. I went right yeah. to the storage unit and got this stuff right out of storage. <laughs> I didn't let nothing go. Yeah, yeah. Man, and I think I, I it's funny I said that story, but I think that that's how I wished it would have ended. And so I had to ask myself, did I really let go of how things really ended? Um, if I'm sitting here thinking about mm. a, or creating, fabricating a scenario of how, you know, I wish something ended, um, I realized that some things end abruptly and um sometimes we can 
still be holding on to the idea that there's going to be another chance to end it in a more civil way or end it in a way where there's closure on both ends or or end it in a way where you're parting with hugs and kisses and and farewells and all these things and sometimes you know we haven't even let go of that mm-hmm. idea or that thought and <clears throat> it's hard for us to see ourselves and even the people that we, we may be or things we're parting ways with um without you know proper closure mm-hmm. and um i know that especially in this season bro so many people have had to have closure with people and things in ways that they wouldn't have chosen themselves, whether it be death in a family where you, you know, uh, part ways through a glass um, when you wished you would have been able to hold their hand or uh, parting ways with a business that got shut down and you never really got the goodbye with your employees that you wanted to get the goodbye with or church, you know, some people's churches have been shut down. You you wish that you could go and see that one crazy lady on the front pew one more time. And, you know, <laughs> but all those things, man, um, sometimes we haven't let really let go of how things ended. Mm. At least me personally. It's so uh, true. Um, it, it's, you know, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard, especially when you don't get like the closure or the or the the normal goodbyes. I mean, we're seeing a lot of it in COVID. Mm, yeah, you know, you know how many people have died who didn't get like the proper funeral or send off, or you tried to do something that mm. you don't realize it when you when this is over. You don't realize how you're used to seeing this person. Like it's hard to process their death because we didn't say goodbye correctly mm. yeah it's it's hard to understand like even with friendships it's hard to understand like a friendship ending when it didn't end correctly mm-hmm. you know and so um it's easy to say you let go of something that's why i said in the beginning you know we can claim that we're over something until we come in contact with that thing again yeah because mm-hmm. just because just because you're done with something doesn't mean that it's not going to still be around you right you right. know it's just like when people be like i'm done drinking okay well all the bars are not going to close Mm. you're just going to stop going in there hopefully mm-hmm. if you're yeah. done mm-hmm. you know and so like with 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 people who have wronged us with with business with relationships with uh things that just didn't end the way that we thought they should or ended abruptly uh, it's mm-hmm. easy to claim that we're finished until we come in contact with it and the way that I know that I'm finished with something is when I come in contact with that thing again mm-hmm. and I don't feel like there is any unfinished business like, I don't yeah, feel like yeah. I need to go out of my way to, like, speak to this person or I don't feel like I need to go out of my way to take this opportunity. Oh, great. So this weekend, actually today. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, the other day, I for people listening, I play drums, okay? And mm-hmm. there was a time where I would, like, travel and play a lot. And it was, like, a cool thing. And then mm-hmm. I kind of just, in growing up, I'm just like, I'm really over that. I've been yeah. playing since I was two. And I'm not really... Unless it's for church, I'm not really going to just do somebody's show or whatever. And, and, yeah. and my, I've just grown and, and my ideas have changed about that stuff. So this weekend, somebody hit me up and was like, bro, what are you doing um, Halloween from like 9 p.m. to 1 a.m.? Mm. Which, first of all. Yeah, them hours spooky. That's a different time <laughs> for me in my life yeah. now. <laughs> a few years ago, yes. Now, no. Um, they were like, yeah. Um, and I told him, like, you know, I'm going to be busy, you know, working on some stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And But they hit me with that nine to one. I'm like, bro, bro, that's kind of late. Yeah. So then he's like, yeah, there's like a, a restaurant out in Panama City. Mm. And this is a true story. A restaurant in Panama City, they're looking for um, 
I'm doing this show and, and we need a drummer. Like, we need somebody to play the drums. Mm-hmm. There is no real set list. Like, we just kind of winking it. And that's the kind of stuff that excites me as a musician personally because mm-hmm. I, I like to just be, I like the element of surprise sometimes in, in music or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can just go with the flow. So he's like, yeah, we, we, we're paying you all of this stuff. You know, we'll pay you. And we just need a drummer really bad. And so I was like, mm, I can't. Uh. <laughs> I can't. At first, I thought about it. I ain't gonna lie, but then I was like, Nah, I can't. Like, it, it, not that it's not fun. I I just let that part go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so absolutely. that's how you know. I feel like when when something that you let go of comes back in contact, and you're fine with like releasing it and not yeah. partaking in that. Absolutely, man. Um, I can't help but think of this illustration of, of things not ending because I think people have, um. People, I guess, there's confusion on what ending is. Mm-hmm. So think, for example, us doing this podcast, or you just recording anything. So if you have an iPhone, go to voice memos or whatever, and you press play on the voice memos. It's going to play. You're talking, you're singing, or you're doing whatever you do. But if you never hit the button to end it again, even if you stop talking, it's still going on. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where the frustration comes with people is you've pressed play on something. You got into a relationship. You started this thing or you, you've done this or that and you stopped talking, mm-hmm. but nobody hit end. And so it's still going. It's still taking up storage. It's still taking up time and space in your mind because nobody pressed end on it. And it, as you know, with the voice memos, those things will run as long as you you know you have it going. If you never press, press end, it's slowly taking up storage in your phone. And, and so, like, with us, with different scenarios and stuff, um, we might have started something, and based on circumstances, you stop talking. Just like the voice member, you stop talking, but the recording is still going. So your thoughts about, is this thing ever going to come back? Are we ever going to talk again? Mm-hmm. You know, is there going to be a pause here? Or what's going to happen? It, it brings about this frustration. And, like, uh, going back to the analogy of storage, it's taking up storage, too, mm-hmm. in your heart and in your mind. And... um Somebody has to make the conscious decision to go up to the to the button and press end, even if the other person isn't aware. You know, even if two people started talking and and you both stopped talking, somebody has to take the initiative and press end. Um, and the cool thing about pressing end is you can always start again. But for the sake of closure, you know, you got to press you got to press end. save save that storage, save room for something new. Um, and, and what else is to come? Because. You know, I think we waste so much time wondering mm-hmm. um, if I really let go, if I really pressed end on that thing and am okay with what was recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter if it was 30 seconds and I thought it was going to be two minutes or if I thought it was going to be an hour and it got cut short, am I okay with what was recorded? Um, am I okay with that recording? And um, I know I'm using these weird terms, but that's just how I see it, man. That's really that's, good. that's that's where the frustration came in for me. It's like, man, I just, I want to know if it's done, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I'll share with, with, with everybody else. I, I was telling LA earlier, I said, one of the most traumatic things is a, it's a missing child. Um, and the reason it's so traumatic is because you don't know if the child is still alive or if they passed away. And after, as time goes by, you, you know, you've used so much of your mind and your heart uh, on hope mm-hmm. for this specific thing that you begin to just say, man, I just want to know something. I want to know if, 
he's even if the sad truth is that they passed away, I would be more um, eager to know that so I could have that closure, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I just believe that, man, for, for our sakes, we, we have to, on some things, go ahead and press the end button and, um, and then have hope that you can always start again. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always press play again. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, but yeah, I don't even know how I got off on that tangent. But. No, that's good though. That's good because you you do have to make a conscious decision. Because uh, t- to be honest, like um, closure is a myth. Mm. I think the way that we've designed, we want closure to be like two parties coming together, saying like, "This is it. This is where we end it," and then we mm-hmm. leave and go. Think back on in your life, how many times has actually happened? Right. <laughs> It's a myth. Mm-hmm. You have the ability to close stuff. But mm-hmm. there is no like closure party for the most part. I'm mm-hmm. not saying it doesn't happen, but sometimes we'll hold on to this idea or this myth that there's at some point they're going to pick up the phone and call me and say like, you know, it was a great season that we had or, mm-hmm. you know, it's not going to happen. Yeah. It mm-hmm. hasn't happened yet. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You have to close it. You know, I think like with relationships, you know how you go to the store and mm-hmm. when you walk up, the door is open. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. when you, because it, it's censored and then when you leave, they close. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of us, you know, we're waiting on the door to close, but it's like one of the the, the ones that you have to pull. Mm. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> like, well, I, you have to close it, mm-hmm. you know? And so sometimes we don't let go of things because we think that we're going to, this is good. You ever been like cleaning out something? And you come across some stuff in a box that you don't use anymore, but you don't want to throw it away because you mm-hmm. keep it just in case I ever need this thing again. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know like you haven't let go because sometimes mm. we hold people or we hold things just in case I need this again, I have access to it. Not realizing that if you truly need it again, it'll come back. Absolutely. You can, you can throw it out. Mm-hmm. You can throw it out. This is a word for somebody who hasn't cleaned out their closet too. Right. <laughs> Those shoes, you can buy again. Yeah. They still make that. They made 10 different <laughs> versions of that since the last time you purchased some. Mm-hmm. But you're still holding on. And that's how I know, like, you know, when I don't let go of something, I'm still trying to figure out where I can use it, how it could still be beneficial when it's done. Mm. Yeah. And I have the power to close it myself. Absolutely, man. And, and going off of your analogy, man, letting go of those things and sometimes even people just makes room for if they should come back, the the better version of them. Yeah. The the renovated version yeah. of them. Like I, I'd much rather in in um in regards to people, I'd much rather let somebody go who I know needs to go on their journey and uh release them and if it be God's will, them come back into my life, but come back in a place where we can both now grow together in a healthy way. Yeah. You know, and I think in relationships, I see so many times young women and, and young men um, holding on to immature, immature versions of people. Like you said, just, man, should I ever, should they ever get right? You know, um, should this ever change? I want to be close so that I can, you know, reap the benefits of that change. And in reality, it takes more from you than than them for staying because you're you're now stopping your own growth trying to wait on something that truth be told you could be in the way of um 
sometimes you have to release them so that they can go through the fire. They can go through the process of of just growth on their own to be who they who they you know are supposed to be. But you know, if we're holding on to them, thinking that we know better than they. Um, really not no better than they, but no better than God does mm-hmm. for their life, then we can get in the way of what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll say I've learned that with, with my life personally and, and, and people that I've had to uh, make a conscious decision to let go of. You know, I could have influenced somebody to an extent, but I know that I'm not the savior. I know that there are certain things that I can't control. Um meaning their mind, will, and emotions, mm-hmm. I can't control those things. Might be able to have a little bit of influence, but I can't control it. And I'd much rather release you um, and prayerfully uh, pray that you make the decision to submit yourself to the only one who can control those things, and, that, and that's Jesus, um, because he can change your heart yeah. and, and yeah. change your habits and all those things. And when the cool thing is, you know, and I'm going to stick to to the... Um, topic of intimate relationships when you have when you both have the spirit of Jesus within you and a mature spirit at that it makes relationships that much better relationship marriage is hard any relationships are it is hard but a mature spirit is um a lot easier to to manage mm-hmm. um and to grow with than You know, just sitting in something immature and just like, man, I know this thing needs to grow. And I know that I still have a place to grow too, but it's hard to to let this thing go. Yeah, because like letting go, I mean... You know, you know, another way to know, like, if you haven't really let go is like if you're still stagnant. Mm. Like if Mm -hmm. you still refuse to progress in life because you're holding on to this idea of something that changed. Mm. Or that's not going to happen. You can't progress. Yeah, you cannot progress forward. <laughs> my my grandmother was here um, a few months ago, and uh, when I was a kid, and I would go stay at my grandparents' house, I had toys there. Mm-hmm. If I go back home to Detroit, she's not going to have <laughs> the toys that I used to play with. She's not going to mm-hmm. have a fire truck <laughs> for me. At least she shouldn't. She's not right. going to have the little T-shirts and shorts that I would put in the drawer when I spend a night mm-hmm. because it wouldn't be beneficial anymore. Mm. You have to let that stuff go. Yeah. You can do something else with that space. You could turn that playroom into an office or mm. whatever you want to make it because that time has passed. And even if the person comes back or the opportunity comes back or the business or the ministry, even if that stuff comes back, it's not going to look the same. It's right. not even going to fit in the place that it once was. Mm-hmm. So if I was to go back, I can't fit those clothes anymore. Mm. I can't, okay. I don't play with that fire truck anymore. Mm. Like it's not going to work. And so same with relationships or businesses or like ministries or something, you know, as you grow, that shit grow and evolve. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you let go of, of what it was with KOC. And I was talking to somebody the other day. I said, um, they were joking. They were like, I don't think you'll ever retire. Or you'll ever stop. I said, I don't mm. think I'll ever fully stop creating, but I will stop doing the things that I do now. Mm-hmm. Like I won't be, I was 24 when this started. Mm hmm. So I could sit in rehearsals to one o'clock in the morning. I'm not mm. doing that at 50. <laughs> I'm not doing it at, at 30 in a yeah. minute. Like, keep going. <laughs> like, you know, and, and it's just like as you grow, things change. And so even though 
you know, God can give you something or or send it back, it's not going to look the same way. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't let go, that's why you see businesses who, you know, businesses fail because they fail to evolve most of the time. Yes. They fail to reinvent themselves. Mm-hmm. The people who stay on top, the artists that, that, you, that we like that are popular, who stay on top, they constantly reinvented themselves. They constantly let go of the sound that once was. No one is making crunk music anymore. Right. <laughs> okay? Like, it's just not happening. And so, like... If you want to stay in that, you can. Mm-hmm. You're just not going to evolve or you're, you're not going to grow. And so, like, you know that you've let go of something. And that's why it's important that you ask yourself, have I really let go? Because mm. what you're really saying is, have I allowed myself an opportunity to grow? Mm. Have I robbed myself of the ability to embrace the new thing and the next thing? Have I allowed myself an opportunity to, to um, experience something different, experience something better? Mm. You know, yeah, it's like with okay. So you moving from Pensacola? That's a college mm-hmm. area. Cool yeah. in college. When you graduate, the more you stay there, the more you realize I, I don't fit here. Yeah, anymore. I'm out of place. Yeah, I'm out of yeah. place. And so that's why you have to ask yourself: Have I let go? You know, don't hold on to pain or relationships or even ideas. Like you know, maybe you're uh, an artist and you like to create certain music or you like to create clothes or fashion. Don't hold on so tightly. To, to what you're doing now because you're going to have to let that go so that you can embrace the next new thing. Mm. Yeah, that that's really good, man. Um, it reminds me of, of something that uh, God, I believe, I, I believe God told me kind of early when, uh, or maybe in the middle of the pandemic and stuff. And what I believe he told me is he said, the journey is with me, not with people. Yeah. Not meaning that you don't do life with people, not meaning that you just walk alone, but the journey, you got to think about a journey. A journey is a lifelong process, meaning you, you, go, you have ups and downs. You go here, you go there. And, and so I think the mistake that we make is believing that our journey is with people and not with God. Right. And, and so when other people don't grow at the rate that we grow, we, we shift into this frustrated mindset and, and even become critical of those people because of their level of growth and where we're going and where they're not going and, and all these things. And we're headed in different places, not saying that our paths won't ever cross again. But if, if you forget that, you know, your life is not, you were not born in the same womb as that person. Right. Now, even twins have to go their separate ways at some point, but the journey is always with God and not with people until you get married. When, you know, when you get married, you're one, you know, and so now y'all's journey is with God mm-hmm. and not with people. You mm-hmm. know, so many people get married and then they have to move away from friends and they just, you know, go where God tells them to go. Anybody in the military knows that that's true. You yeah. know, it's just you and your family moving and, and the military kind of tells you where to go after that. Um, but I've said this before, um, not on this platform, but uh, kind of to take the weight off of somebody's shoulder is, is that you're not responsible for anyone else's growth. Mm-hmm. Um, even people that you've grown with in a season, um, you, you may feel like we grew together here. Mm-hmm. I'm growing in this area now. They don't seem to be growing in, in the same area. I got to go back and pick them up. You know, and maybe they still have some work left to do where y'all left or where you left. Um, but in that frustration of not being on the same page and not being, you know, uh, uh, 
kind of on the same path, we can become critical again and, and mm-hmm. not realize that we're still holding on to that person and the idea of what we had for them um, in an old season. And uh, and I say all those things, you know, take it with mm-hmm. a grain of salt. I don't mean it in a way where you just cut people off when you start growing. No, I, I just believe that relationships change, dynamics change. Mm-hmm. And, and when you find yourself in a place where you feel like you're pulling someone to be in a relationship or you're pulling a business to follow you uh, to a new place or, you know, you're pulling an idea to follow you into a new thing, maybe you're holding on to something that is meant to be let go for, yeah. for right now. Um, and, and the Bible talks about running a race. When you run, you know that there's only a certain amount of weight that you can uh, carry before you go from a run to a jog and from a jog to a walk and from a walk to a crawl. And the more that you have on your back, the slower you go. Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes you got to make pit stops. You got to change your clothes. You got to get water. You got to hydrate, all those things. But even then, you got to strip off every weight that holds you back yeah. so that you can run. And you're running. Um, benefits those you're doing life with anyway. So yeah, and that and that is like that is a life principle that we as humans fight because mm-hmm. we don't like change. Like we resist change. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we don't like change that we can't control. We like Man, change yeah. that we can control. Mm-hmm. But if it's change that we can't control, we don't like that. Yeah. Um, we're cool with change as long as change consults us first. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's funny because. Um, I was talking to somebody about something that I did and they were asking if I would ever do that project again. And I said, yeah, but it, it would look different. Mm-hmm. And the person was, that was a part of it was almost like hurt mm. because I was like, but as an artist, um, you change and your perspective changes. Mm-hmm. It's not that what you once said was bad. It's just that you have new ideas. Yeah. You change. Look at the podcast and how it has evolved in three seasons. Yeah, absolutely. Like we constantly think of ways to change and to grow this. And we're like, ah, maybe this, maybe that. Because your ideas change, your perspectives mm-hmm. change. Mm-hmm. And and that's how you know that you honestly are growing. Mm-hmm. You look mm-hmm. around and you're still doing the same stuff for 20 and 30 years. Then something is wrong. Yeah, nah, man. I mean, there's so much beauty in change and in growth, too. Yes. Like my my dream um my desire is for myself and for the people that i'm close with to constantly evolve and uh and even grow to have families yes but if we were to stay doing the things that we were doing last year or even now uh 10 years down the road you're not going to be able to do that with a family and if you try to continue to do that then one of those two things is, is going to be hurt by it yeah and it better not be a family, yeah. but, um, but you do have to evolve and, and grow. And, uh, and one thing that I will say to encourage people listening is that the real relationships, the real friends, uh, they won't go anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like family, um, real friends become family. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like with family, you can go off to college, you can move across the country, but as soon as Thanksgiving comes around, as, th- as soon as Christmas comes around or whatever, you're back you're back home, you know, you're back at home base. And, um, it doesn't have to always be a holiday, you know, for people to do that. But if people really matter to you that much and, um, you know, you both have a mutual 
love for one another and, and respect for the friendship or relationship, you'll make it happen. Yeah. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll say, Hey, we have got to see each other. When are you free? I'm going to make sure I'm free this day. We'll find something. We'll make sure that it works and we'll set something up. You know, that's why you see people going on cruises once a year or something because they, they've invested in the relationship. Doesn't mean that the relationship hasn't changed in its dynamics over the years or hasn't changed in the way that how often you see each other and things like that. But the fact that you invest whether it's money, time, resources into seeing one another mm-hmm. every year annually, mm-hmm. even if it's not every year, you know, longer than that and shorter than that, that is proof of authenticity in, um, and just uh, organic relationship, something that wasn't yes. forced, something that's just real. Yes, yes, because the, t- the truth is like the right people, I love what you're saying, would want you to change. Yeah. I think the right mm-hmm. people would, Push you to change, like okay, bro. Yeah, sis, when you gonna get listen, married? Not, not, what you gonna nah, do? Don't, don't push him like that. No. Like or or, but like, dude, what you gonna do? Like you've been doing this for a hot minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some of y'all got friends who still wilding, still trying to rap in eight fifty <laughs> with the Run DMC beat in the background. He's like, mm. listen, homie, we don't really do that no more. It's not really working. <laughs> I don't think this is it for you, buddy. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's a hard truth sometimes. It's a hard you truth. have to let sometimes that go. You gotta let it go. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like it's just not. It's just not gonna happen. Mm. Um, it's true. It's so funny. I'm laughing. I remember a cousin telling me when I was studying to be pre med. They were like, "That is not for you. Mm. That's why you keep failing." Dang. And I w- I did not want to hear that at the time. I was like, yeah, right. Like, no, this is what I'm supposed to do. And they were like, LA, you're every bit of arts. Mm. It's your every, this is why you have to listen. See, here's the thing. Accountability isn't accountability until they call out something that you don't like or you can't see Mm. and don't agree with. Mm -hmm. That's when that stuff is real. It's easy to say, this is my accountability when they're saying stuff that you like or y'all agree. That's easy, right? Mm-hmm. But when they start hitting on stuff that's close to home or that you don't agree with, I remember him saying, you are every bit of arts. You need to do communications. You're, mm. you're a writer. That's your problem. And I was like, man, I'm trying to pass these biology courses. And yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. you're not because you're a writer. Mm. And I remember being frustrated only to turn around and do the same the thing that he was saying the entire time. And he mm. was like, bro, I was telling you this since you were a kid. Like, mm. <laughs> it was evident the whole time. And sometimes you have to let go of even your plan for yourself. Oh, man. And your idea of who you think you are and who you want to be, you know, honestly, so that you can be happy. Like, a lot of yeah. times we're not yeah. happy because we're holding on to something. We haven't let something go. And it's mm-hmm. like, dude, let it go. Yeah, man. And, and I think a lot of times um, the reason why we're scared to let go is fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. Um, I know myself, I I like routine um, because routine in reality is comfortable. Mm -hmm. You can start to thrive in routine because you know when this person is going to show up, what day the lunch is going to, you know, what they're having on Wednesdays. You know, you get, (laughs) you you get so comfortable in a routine that you can start swagging it up and you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to bring my bed today because we got ribs and I'm finna, you know, you know, and then they start changing. Yeah, we we not doing the uh, um, you know the line and the food line anymore. Everybody gotta just pick up you a lunch bag. 
What? You be like, hold on. So I can't get two scoops? That's what you say. Twat. Yeah, for real. Miss Linda. W H A T. Twat. For real, bro. You be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Miss Linda used to let me get two scoops, bro. Now, now they got them portioned out. And right. what you didn't know was you needed to portion it out anyway, and it's a blessing in disguise. Yeah. But um, yeah, you scared to change. I know that I was I was scared to change with with some things, man. Even moving, you know, because I knew. Pensacola, man. I knew I knew the back roads, man. Yeah. I knew, you know, uh what day to go to El Asador. Shout out P Cola. Um, I knew what day to to go to the mall and I knew which light not to go to. And and so then I gotta move out here to a place where I'm not really familiar. I don't really know the back roads like that. Don't really know how the people are. You know, it's not a college town, so it's a lot of people who look different than me. And uh and I was very like frustrated. I was like, man, this is just so this ain't me. You know, I was ready to go back to Pensacola. But, you know, as I've grown here, I've, I've realized that it, this was almost like the slowdown that I needed. Yeah. It was kind of like the pace that I needed to, to get serious about some things. So it was a blessing in disguise. But I had to, in reality, just allow myself to release control. Have you ever had like a little kid, like, you know how little babies, you put your finger in the middle of their hand and they just naturally grab it? Mm. Or, like, if they have a toy, be like, give me the toy. And then, like, they hold their arm out, <laughs> but their hands still be wrapped around it. Yeah. And you got to pry their fingers off yeah. of the toy. That's how I felt, like, <laughs> with, yeah. with God, like, telling me to leave Pensacola. I felt like I still had my hand up Pensacola. He was, like, taking one, my index finger, my middle finger, yeah. all off of Pensacola until I just finally said, man, dang, yeah. all right. <laughs> Shoot. Dang it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, but... Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, okay, funny, cool, cute. But I got two things to say. Number one, I'm finna turn y'all off. <laughs> if you don't give me some strategy. We got you. How can I let go? How do I exercise the power of letting go? That We call it the first one, the power of letting go. Mm-hmm. And so now here we are actually asking you, have I really let go? Mm. I have a few things that I like to say. Number one, of course, in our strategy is always pray. Absolutely. Um, this this might be like a, a kind of a loaded answer here, but I would say be a slave to hope. Um, and what I mean by that is it'll help you to let go when you're always believing that there's going to be hope no matter what choice you make. Um, it makes the hard choices i.e. letting go possible because you're a slave to hope so even if i let go the chain of hope that i'm tied to won't let me um give up and it'll it'll help you to uh to continue to move forward even when things are things are hard but yeah yeah i like that be a slave to hope i would also say um i guess this goes hand in hand with be a slave to hope Always remember that what's coming is better than what's been. Mm, come on. What's coming is better than what's been. I've never lost something and got something less than in return. Yeah. That's what's facts. better? I mean, what's coming is better than what's been. Mm. Um, I think if, if I had to say a, a third one, you know, how do I know if I really let go? Um, I would say, you know, you let go. When you are open to totally new ideas, mm. completely new. I, I don't want to say like I'm perfect, 
But I've had to become really good at letting go of things. Mm. Really, really good. When I first moved here 10 years ago, it was the polar opposite mm. of everything that I knew. Coming from Detroit to Mary Esther, I thought that was a Catholic woman that yeah. you go get your groceries from. I didn't know that was the city. I'm so weak. That's funny. <laughs> that sounds like a, uh, like a, a, a Catholic yeah, outfits like a, and like chains. A, and I don't know. Like I just didn't school. know. Who Mary? Yeah, who Mary? It sounds like someone with a ruler that's ready to pop your knuckles or something. It's like, who is Mary Esther? Like, I'm from the D. Okay, right. So who is this? But always be willing to to totally scrap your plans and be open to something brand new, to new ideas. Mm. That's that's really good. Yeah. And not to belong the time, but just even tying into that, that's relationships too, man. Yep. I know one of the hardest things is to realize if you, or how to realize when you've let go of a person in your past. Um, and we won't get in. We'll maybe talk about soul ties one of these days. But I think like what you said, you're open to somebody treating you right as a, a, a woman, you know, or somebody um, looking completely different than who you last were with. Sometimes one of the ways that you can know that you haven't let go is when you look for your past and other people and new things. Yeah. Um, but when you stop doing that and you see somebody looks totally different than who you had before and you're open to it. I think that's a good indicator like you were saying so yeah, yeah. completely well that's the end of our strategy and um let me tell you something i forgot half of the segments that's on this show <laughs> i literally was like wait it's strategy and then what else but yeah oh yeah that's it i think we, hit them, yeah. I think we did it y'all so we're back it's season three i hope that you guys got something out of this podcast i hope that you are now at least analyzing have i really let go truly think about it you know we laugh we talk but i mean i really want you to sit down and think have i let go of some things you know there's some things that i claim that i'm over this person you know, I claim that I never want to see this person again, but I still low-key follow them on Instagram. I'll be stalking them mm. on Twitter. Ooh. I made a dummy page just to see like, what they're doing. I'm, I'm coming for somebody's neck, I know. Ooh. Like, <laughs> I don't even use my I'll real name on social media. <laughs> I followed you under a whole nother name just to see your story because I didn't want you to scroll up and see that I watched your story five mm. times. Like, <laughs> what, what did you really let go? Mm. Ask yourself that. Use this strategy. You know, be open to something new. And I promise you, with time, it'll get better. Amen. Um, before we go, we're going to end with prayer. I'm going to ask Austin to pray us out because that's yeah. just what you should do. All right. That. <laughs> that's good. Well, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for just another opportunity for another season, Lord. We thank you that you have not called us to let go of the huddle. Um, we can gladly say that we have not let go of the huddle and we don't have any plans to uh, anytime soon, Lord. But we just want to pray for those listening, Lord. We ask that you would give them, the, give them the faith, give them the strength and the courage to let go of the things that, that may be holding them back. Let go of the things that may be scared to let go of. Uh, let go of just situations and even people that um, have held places in their hearts that have transitioned and, and are no longer serving that purpose in this season but lord just also that you would give them hope um in every decision made that you are still in the throne that every decision that uh that you put on our heart is from you and that it has you know your best for us at the end of it lord so we just ask all these things in jesus name jesus name. amen all right we'll be back next week yes sir see ya Jesus.